We're here and we miss you, but we're coming back soon. It's been a longer break than usual with the birth of our newest grandson, but I just finished interviewing two authors and we're back on track to start up in a couple of weeks. I'm Emily Morgan, and this is The Grand and Very Busy Life. So I just wanted to say hi to everybody. It's been a few weeks since we've been on, and we really are working towards getting an episode together. Um, I think it's going to be mid-October, so just pay attention to that and see when it comes up. And Mike, how is the best way for people to, like, know when it's coming? Well, it depends on how you get the podcast. I think the easiest way, if you have a podcast app on your smartphone, is to just make sure that you're following or subscribing. It kind of depends on which one you use as to what word that they apply to this process of signing up for it so that when a new episode appears, that it's visible in that app on your smartphone. On the other hand, if Facebook is the way that you tend to find out, then just you know, take a look at what posts are recent over on uh, the Grand Life page. It's facebook.com slash Podcast. So we'll post the very day that the next episode comes out. Yeah, that's helpful to know. And, you know, if you haven't looked at the Facebook page lately, then, you know, the algorithms will be such that you might not see that. So just go up to the search bar, put in Grand Life Podcast so you can see what's going on. At any point in time, you can always do that to see if you haven't caught up with what's going on. Now, if you happen to be an Instagrammer, we'll post there as well because we have spent this break getting a little more active on social media with some with the help of another staff person that we've added on part-time. So uh, you'll if you follow any of those things, you'll know when the next episode comes. Yeah. And if you're new to the Grand Life Podcast, this is not our normal way of doing things. This, these are bonus episodes that we're putting out as we're preparing for the next season. So if you didn't know, Mike is my producer slash husband. So um, he's part of the team here that um, for the Grand Life. And yes, I'm glad you mentioned our new social media director, because um, I wanted to talk a little bit about that. Um, We love hearing from you, and we have been hearing from you more ever since we've been doing more on Instagram, for example. It's fun to hear those conversations, like to see what you're thinking um, about all sorts of things, and I try really hard to reply to all of those um, as soon as they come in, but, you know, sometimes I don't get it right away. But I like to reply to it because I like to know that you know that I'm interested in getting to know you better. Um, it was interesting. We we uh, were thrilled. We were watching CBS Sunday morning a few weeks ago. and Because uh, we do that, because we watch appointment <laughs> television, because we're of a certain age. We're old people. That's what our kids <laughs> tell us. And we actually sit down to watch something at the appointed time on a network television show. So anyway, we were watching um, CBS Sunday morning, and there was an interview with Carl Pilmer. Now, for any of you who have been listening to The Grand Life in all of the seasons, he was on talking about estrangement. But we didn't know he was going to be on. The story no, came it was up. So exciting. The story started, and it was about estrangement. And we we saw that the reporter was kind of guiding it in a direction consistent with the episode conversation that you had about estrangement. So yeah. I turned to you and I said, oh, please, oh, please, oh, please, let them interview Carl Pilmer. <laughs> and not more than 15 seconds later, there's Carl Pilmer. Yeah, yeah, it was really great. And he he is such a, a warm and kind person. We really enjoyed getting to know him a little bit through our interview. So um, if you haven't, you can always be a millennial and go in CBS Sunday morning and uh, – 
how do you find yeah, cbsnews.com just... is their website and the story is probably still there it'll be yeah. there for a few weeks after it's aired yeah so in the same way that you can look at that after it aired you can also look at the take a listen to the grand life podcast on estrangement uh, yeah. which was part of season three right yeah um so a- another person I heard from this last week was a grandma who does use technology. She's a long-distance grandparent. She wanted to talk about long-distance grandparenting and using technology to keep connected to her grandchildren. And, of course, I heard from her. I was like, yes, we would love to talk about that. And we're probably going to bring on – I know we are going to bring on Carrie Byrne, our, our long-distance grandparenting expert. Um, and she's going to come in and talk with us a little bit about that too. I don't know what kind of technology you guys are using um, as you try to connect with your grandchildren who are not living in the same city. But maybe you can tell me about that and uh, maybe we can get some more input because that's part of what this is all about. Part of what this social media thing is all about is just getting more input from you. Let me throw some words out that uh, I'm, I'm interested, like you, in hearing people talk about. So we all know that we, we use a lot of Zoom and we use a lot of FaceTime. Uh, grandparents have been using FaceTime for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. But I'm interested in how much uh, grandparents use Google Meet and WhatsApp. Okay. If you happen to know of or use either of those two, uh, drop us a line in any of the many ways that you can reach us by responding to a social media post or emailing grandlifeconnection at gmail.com. Yeah, and there's also Marco Polo. There's all sorts of different things. And if there are new ones that you found that you like to use that maybe we don't know about, let us know. Um, Also, I wanted to mention something. So we have one um, post that seems to kind of go viral, and it's that Pop-Tart Gingerbread Houses um, (laughs) post. At Thanksgiving, we all get together and after Thanksgiving is over, the next day we want to do Christmassy things. So we have a Christmas tea, and then um, I wanted to have come up with a craft. And so I got online, and I, I happened to see this thing using Pop-Tarts, where you create gingerbread houses using Pop-Tarts. That are gingerbread houses in name only. There's not a lick of gingerbread on them. Absolutely right. So it's, it's just funny because, um, I mean, people love it, and it's not something I – came up with myself. It's just something that I saw. And then I posted a picture of the gingerbread houses and what they look like when they're all done. One of the reasons I put that on there is because, I don't know about you, I'm not a crafty person, so I don't love all of the frosting and the mess and everything like that. So it kind of limits, the Pop-Tart gingerbread house thing kind of limits the amount of mess. I mean, and it also limits the amount of candy that you put on it because, you know, some gingerbread houses can really soak up the amount of, can- I mean, huge amounts of candy. This These are pretty small. I mean, they fit on like a, a paper plate that's like the size of a dessert plate for like cake or something. They also limit the amount of time it takes in preparation. You yeah. don't you don't have the kids, the grandkids waiting for the gingerbread sides to be done. You just literally pop them out of the box and package. Yeah. And then you use royal icing, which is a different kind of icing, but you use that as the glue. And you can also use that as the glue to put all the candy on. So a lot of people wrote to me and asked me, how do I do it? And, you know, I'm like I said, I'm no Martha Stewart when it comes to this stuff. But I have to say this, that has been a huge success in our family and their kids can't wait. And I've already ordered and received 
this huge box of Pop-Tarts for my grandkids, our grandkids. Which being Pop-Tarts will still be just as fresh as they need to be months from now (laughs) when we get going. Yeah. So I just wanted to tell you about that. Go back and look on Instagram or Facebook. It's there. And if you do have any questions, just... uh, Pop a question out to me, and I'll get it back to you. I see I'll what you did there. You. Yeah. Um, it, speaking of that, uh, I, I would love to know what you're all planning for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um, are you still nervous about COVID? Are you feeling like this is going to be a great Christmas, Thanksgiving time for you? Have you already ordered your presents? Because I'm hearing more and more on, on news on the news that we need to be ordering these presents now because they're coming over in crates and they're way behind and they won't be having, you know, our grandkids won't be having their Christmas presents if we don't get them by October. So let me know what you're thinking. And you can always do that by emailing me at any time. The other thing is we've changed up the um, format a little bit, as as you're going to be able to tell. We're, we're a little bit more, I don't know what you want to call it, friendly or folksy or whatever. We have... We have tried to um, unwind our tightly wound approach to this, which is sort of rooted in our background in public radio. Yeah, yeah. It's easy for us to want to sound like 60 Minutes. And some of you or what other shows can All we, things considered. All things considered. That's, that's but, the gold standard. But I think it's actually, I think, going to be a little more fun for us to be able to talk Oh, back and forth and a little bit more um, informally with our guests. Speaking of which, this interview I had today was an interview with two people who have written a book about divorce in later years. And while that's a hard subject, it was a really good interview that will be coming up mid-October, our first episode back. And I have to say, and I did say this actually on the interview, um, COVID has been a really difficult period, and I think it's been difficult for Mike and me because we are in each other's face. We're in each other's space all the time, and we don't have a lot of options. It's like, and he and one of the authors talks about that that yeah. it's just really, I mean, the numbers are going way up um, for people getting divorced, especially in the age range of the people who are listening here, fifty to seventy. You know that age range and the stigma that would maybe deter a divorce, that's gone down. Right. So the rate, the, the frequency's gone up, the stigma's gone down. Yeah. And uh, so that's that's going to be the first episode, right, of the of yep. season of yeah. uh, season five. Mm-hmm. And so I'll say those words next time on The Grand Life. In the United States alone, uh, 300,000 people enter this uh, demographic every year. That's how many people are, di- are divorcing, 300,000 couples over 50, and it's rising. And each one of those couples has on average one to two children. So if you look at that, 300,000 couples equals 600,000 people plus their one to two children means 900,000 to 1.2 million Americans enter this demographic every year. And the ones who are hurting last year didn't have any help because nobody's really identifying what to do with it. It's an unserved population. And of course, this year and next year, there'll be more of the same. And so, you know, here we are talking, it's kind of a heavy subject, talking about divorce. The next episode after that will be a time when Mike and I will comment on it and we'll talk a little bit about it together. And if you've had any comments, we can add those in and talk about what we've heard from you. And then um, I will also be doing this Stretch It Takes essay. So it's every other episode will be commentary and the Stretch It Takes. So we'll do these in pairs. 
Yeah, and I and I hope you like that, and I hope that turns out to be something that that meets a need for you. Um, I I'm also really excited about uh, an author we're having on who um, I'm going to tell you now, so you can kind of maybe start following him. But it's he has an Instagram and Facebook page called Begin with Yes. So you just type in Begin with Yes for Facebook or Instagram, and you can start following him. Um, he's he's going to be really interesting. I think you're going to really like to hear what he has to say about our attitudes, like how our attitudes shape our future and shape our present. His name is Paul Boynton, and you will see that on the Facebook page and the Instagram posts uh, that he has. But anyway, I'm very excited about having him on, and uh, we'll be talking to him soon. So we've got some interesting things. We're going to talk about guns in homes and uh, how that works with uh, grandchildren. When we talked about doing that, we talked about whether we want to touch on uh, accidents, and we we reminded ourselves again we are not Jerry Springer or or any of the ones who have come after that. That's not what this is about. What it is about is the conversations that lead up to it, the uh, the the patterns of of you know taking care of the guns that are in the in the house, how in, they're stored in the, in the grandparents' house, right, yeah. right. How you feel about that? I'd love to know. So we're going to be that's one of the next subjects that we're going to be talking about. So what I think you need to know is that we are going to be delving into some th- issues that are a little bit less grand feeling in the sense of um, joyful or happy, but at the same time, just real, just things that we're really, really dealing with. And I, th- I think that's important to be as real as we can with all of you. So here we go. This is what we're doing. And I hope, hopefully you like it. And please give us some feedback if, uh, if you want to. And I guess that's, that's really all. I just wanted to uh, chat with you for a few minutes so you know we're here. And we're coming back, and we're looking forward to the next season and hearing from you about what you like and what you don't like. You know, my favorite saying is, I may not be the best grandparent ever, but I do believe that being one is the best thing ever. I'm Emily Morgan. And I'm Mike Morgan. And thank you for joining us in living the grand life. <laughs>